Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl BD. It's Forens the fiance. And we are back. We're back. With another Very episode. Very tired. Mate, it is kind of early. I mean, not yeah. early for me, but early for the average person. I... <laughs> I literally just rolled out of bed. Like I have been up for hours. I have gone to the post office to do my returns and pick up my packages, and I am here. But I'm so tired. I'll have a nap after this. Yeah, Um, I um, I I went to bed at like two thirty. Oh yeah, how was yesterday? It was really good. Yeah, we watched. We went to see Doctor Strange. Yeah, it was really really good. Um, I enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah, everyone keeps saying that it's good. Yeah, it is, but like it's just like I'm so disconnected from the Marvel like universe. I just watch their movies for vibes. I don't know Literally. what timeline they're in. I don't know who is what. Fam. Sometimes they what make is the cinematic universe. Like, who what is, is where? going on, fam? It's just vibes. I just watch it because it's an enjoyable movie. Like I know the movie will be good, but I actually don't know what the fuck is going on. Like okay. I only realized yesterday that X Men was part of the Marvel verse. Like it's weird. And so oh, this no, is the thing because I remember having this conversation with someone. I was like, if X Men. No, I must have known before because I remember asking someone if X Men is part of the Marvel verse, why do they never um, like why weren't they part of the Avengers and stuff? And then they were like to me because they they exist in a different multiverse. Like the multiverse they exist in is not the same one as the other ones. So it's just fu- it's fucking strange. But you know what? it just shows you the brilliance of like whoever re- wrote these novels or these comics their mind because like even it's the same with Harry Potter. Like they've created a whole world. Like yeah. And people have their backstories and everything. It's crazy. Is it Spike so, yeah. Lee? Huh? Is it Spike Lee or what's the name of the guy? Mark Lee? Stan Lee. Stan Lee. That much I know. Okay. <laughs> There's no prize though. I was going to watch it, yeah, but then I was like, I'm not going to get it. Like, I'm not going to understand it. So what's the point? You know, no, you just should, wasting someone's. Sleep. No, you should still get it. Cause you, not get it. You should still watch it because it's a good movie. But maybe I'd say watch like the first Doctor Strange movie. And so this is the thing. Now I'm doing homework. When all I want to do is just go to the cinema. You see, okay. it's too much. Okay, don't watch. So um, today we are covering an um a documentary that can be found on BBC iPlayer. It is called John. No, it's not John. It's not even John. It's Ron. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Looking for my journey. <laughs> um, Ron Jeremy, fall of a porn icon. And um, right off the bat, I'm going to say uh, trigger warning for rape, sexual assault um, and, and all those kinds of bad things. Man. He is a trigger warning on his own. Yeah, Everything exactly. Everything about him makes me feel sick. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite disgusting. Yeah him yeah yeah okay we'll get into it all so uh the documentary opens up with uh someone called ginger uh ginger banks she has been in hmm i said banks banks ginger banks uh she's been in the sex work industry for 12 years so she tells us she's done 10 porn scenes on professional sets but over 200 scenes on her own um and she also shows us like her plaque for reaching 100,000 subscribers on Pornhub and say what you want about sex workers yeah i feel like that is an achievement like at first i thought it was youtube it was a youtube plaque i said oh raw mads but then obviously it wasn't it was for Pornhub, which makes a lot more sense. Um she shows us two awards that she's won. Oh, one is for best sex scene sorry and one is for the community advocate award, which I think are uh, I mean it just shows that she has range. Yeah. No, but sorry to interject here. I just find it wild that people subscribe to like mate. And like, that's what I'm saying. To have the... to a hundred thousand people subscribe to you on Pornhub, that is an achievement. Do you Not know what just it means what, to so imagine how many people are watching her fam do you know what you need to subscribe you're getting notifications every time they drop a new video like it's not like youtube where it's like oh like you're talking about makeup or hair or whatever guys want to watch on youtube yeah misogynistic bullshit but like every time this girl drops a, like a video that yeah or you're ready you're gonna go, cocking hands are you cocking literally are you permanently cocking hand like what or do you just put it in your like faves and you go maybe back, put it like, in their faves and then they save it for later because no, you know on youtube I'm you sorry. have the watch later feature so maybe they just watch for later and then you know nah i'm sorry pornhub you go in do your business leave all this subscribe pay this and i that. didn't realize you... you could actually subscribe on porn sites i didn't realize it was a subscribe yeah, thing like some people have so what do you does that mean you pay everything yeah wow and then like also on top of that like did you see the whole all these tweets about these guys that went to like the porn convention 
Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw. That. <laughs> guys, the guys look exactly like what you'd expect. Like, of course, of course. Imagine of course. A guy, the guy you kind of guy you'd expect to go to a porn convention. But this is the him. thing. It's like there's there's bless you. There's um they look exactly like the kind of guys who would go to a porn convention. But there are probably so many more guys and more like quote unquote normal looking guys who also watch the thingy. They maybe just. Yeah, don't want to go a whole different level to go to a convention. to go that's what i'm saying they have the wherewithal to not then go to a porn convention that's fucking crazy like it's so wild it's really a convention for anything and literally a convention is just hey we all like this one thing let's all meet up together yeah. in public and celebrate that wow i mean i mean we should have a convention for me you speak to your followers um <laughs> So <laughs> she tells us that she meets this guy, Ron Jeremy, at the AVN Awards. Um, and he walked past her and put his hands on her ass in her jeans. So I was trying to like visualize because she says in her jeans, which means that inside of her jeans is where he put his hand, which is, but I mean, jeans are like regardless of so wild behavior. Tight. Jeans are usually so tight, right? Like even if this like is boot cut. They're tight. So this is what I'm saying. It's a whole process How? to put your hands in someone's jeans. How it's did you do like that? Under you tried. Oscar or something. Like you had to like, yeah. You tried. Yeah. yeah. This is why it's just the visual. I was like, wow. So you were really adamant that you were going to violate her. So she tells her friends and they're like, oh yeah, like that's just what he does. That's the way he is. Yeah. So this is, this is common knowledge. Not even really an open secret because it's not even a secret. It's just open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Ginger is like, you know, this is weird. Um, and she starts looking at footage of him online and she finds like a bunch of videos. He's touching women inappropriately or he's making them touch him inappropriately. And um, they show us all this footage that she finds. So Ginger says, you know, like it's not clear how the women in the videos feel about it like some of them may be okay with it and um, it may be consensual but also it may not be and i think it's important to mention that sometimes like just because you see a woman react a certain way or someone react a certain way after being violated like maybe they chuckle or they laugh or they whatever that doesn't necessarily mean that they're okay with it it might just be like of a nervous course, yeah. um response or yeah they don't want to like bug out or whatever yeah so yeah ginger makes that point she's like look we don't know if some i'm sure some might be consensual but also some may not be and for those that are not it's not okay right so one of Ginger's friends tweeted that Ron Jeremy had penetrated her with his fingers without her consent, right? And so loads of women come forward then with their own stories. And we see loads of screenshots of these tweets and they go through them kind of quickly. But don't worry, I paused it so I could read them all out to you. So one tweet says, he locked me in a bathroom and whipped his dick out and then in capital letters and blocked the door. And we're back to normal lowercase. I flipped out and somehow got out. The next tweet says, Icky, he ruined my selfie by shoving his hands down the neck of my t-shirt, totally stretched out the shirt and wrecked it too. Creep. Now, I agree with sis because it's like, right, okay, one, you violated me, what, and now my top is yeah, ruined. it's ruined. It's very ridiculous. And that top might be out discontinued, so I cannot buy it again. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Very ridiculous. There's just two, you violated me on two fronts. Um, this next tweet says, at my first and only Exotica, which I assume is like a convention, he groped my breasts when I asked him for a picture. I wasn't the only one either. Wild. The thing is, though, like, obviously there's no guy that, like, unless it's your partner and you guys have that set up, being locked in a bathroom and a guy whips out his dick is fucking frightening, right? But it's like a hundred times more frightening when it's this guy, because everything about him is gross. Like, he looks, he looks, he looks permanently sweaty, yeah like damp like, just... like prince andrew vibes yeah, no but he's, he doesn't swear what are you talking about yeah but he but he looks he that nigga sweats no, <laughs> and he, he looks like he, he no but what are you talking about he has a condition where he, he's told us oh my god <laughs> i'm so sorry on. my bad my bad it must be the other prince andrew that i'm thinking of <laughs> come on like come on they say is he, true. Does, he, he, cannot he cannot sweat he cannot he's unable said. to sweat he is unable he doesn't have the gland he's a sweaty nigga though <laughs> land reaction um yeah, this guy's gross like yes there's one more tweet and it says there was a year at abn which is that same porn convention ginger banks was at where he gave at least five women a yeast infection by surprise fingering them one after another during photos what the fuck now i mean okay maybe they cannot prove that the yeast infections were directly linked to the yeah, assault but in any case <laughs> yeast infection aside yeah the surprise fingering i think is wild and then one after another it's just it's just do you know what the one after the other isn't wild because, because if between. because if it were consensual and you all wanted to be fingered one after the other then who am i to judge yeah but 
the fact that you're saying surprise, how you surprise finger someone, that is assault. No? Or no? No, of course it is. But like, I just hope, one, I hope he sanitized his hands in between. Of course he didn't. But two, Look at him, does he look like he sanitizes? But two, it's such a, like, again, fingering, like, it's not like some, it's not like women are just, and maybe there was something where they all had their legs open. I don't know. I, I have never been to a porn Yeah, like how, like, but it's like, not how did that thing. happen? Like, I walk, yeah. when I walk, my legs are closed and I'm standing yeah. If I'm standing, my legs are, yeah. Yeah, like. This is what I'm saying. It's not an easy feat. You don't just accidentally finger someone. It doesn't accidentally happen. Right. It's, that's not. So, yeah, we need backstory. I'm not saying, obviously, I believe the women. I'm just saying that this man set out to be, like, fucking crazy. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. So, this is what sparks Ginger's passion to call out Ron. Because she's like, this is disgusting. And it's not just me. Like, there are other people that this has happened to. So, Ginger makes YouTube videos in 2017. And she lays out all the facts. Um, She also makes a good point. There have been allegations of rape and sexual assault against Ron Jeremy that go back as far as August 2003. How does Ron Jeremy, just being a porn star, give him the right to assault these females? Now, Ginger says females okay and ginger should have said women uh and you know how we feel about the distinction between females and women uh there's a whole episode where we talk about it the inside the secret lives of incels or whatever episode that was we really go into it there so if you're unsure listen to that episode um but ginger i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm gonna move on from that at this moment because we have bigger fish to fry here okay uh the youtube comments say exactly what you'd expect them to say they're things like, oh, who cares? Like, what do you expect? Like, they're liars, they're gold diggers. And when people say they're gold diggers, I'm like, and so how are they making money from this? How? People are like, oh, why don't they go to the police? Like, you know, porn's not a credible industry. So, like, technically, blah, blah, but blah. But you watch it. It's like... But you watch no, it. no, no. These are, but these are comments on the YouTube video. So, there may not I be know, people but who... whoever's commenting on these videos probably watches porn. Maybe. But, but the thing is, is that even if they don't, even if they are... I was going to say Queen Mary, if they are Angel Gabriel or whatever, yeah? Even if they don't watch porn, yeah? That doesn't matter because just because somebody um, does sex work as their work, as their profession, that doesn't mean that they deserve to be sexually assaulted. It doesn't mean they're asking for it. It's the same yeah. It's the same thinking as like, oh, well, what was she wearing when she was assaulted? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you ran down the street naked, ass in the air, yeah? That doesn't give anybody a right to assault you. It doesn't because consent wasn't there. Do you know what I mean? And that's what made it assault. Yeah, so you just get dumb comments. You get loads of hateful comments. But the video actually does something good in that it leads to more women coming forward about their own experiences. And we meet some of them during this documentary. So the first one we meet is called Tana Leah. Um, and I don't think she means to do this when she says this, but she perfectly articulates why people don't come forward after being yeah. sexually assaulted. I don't really even know if I told anyone. I don't think I even did because I felt like it wouldn't have mattered or no one really would have fucking cared. And I think especially when it comes to someone who was influential or powerful in the industry, such as Ron Jeremy, um, and you're a sex worker, people already see you as like less than less than or, or not deserving of love or care or whatever. So it's yeah. kind of like you're asking for it. That's what they think. So Tana's like, mate, so why am I going to say anything when people are not one, not going to believe me? And again, that's just going to re-traumatize her because now I'm like a victim and I'm exactly. a victim of and people yeah. are yeah I'm a victim I've come forward and people are de- trying to discredit me or whatever exactly exactly so Tana describes herself as a retired adult actress she says that she knows Ron Jeremy because he raped her in 2015 before she ever even joined the adult industry she said she knows who he is because he is quote unquote the king of all porn and she meets him through a friend when they're doing like some radio show so I just Remember Ubering to that house, walked in, Ron Jeremy was sitting already by himself. And then immediately, like, I don't even think I like even talked to him for like one or two minutes. He's like, stand up, let me see, turn around, like looking at my butt and stuff. And then proceeds to pull down my pants and put his face in my vagina. She says that he pulls down her pants and puts his face in her vagina. And then she- That is so fucking wild. And the thing is, is that like, I think reading it, it just sounds very ridiculous, yeah? But, like, things happen very, very quickly. Like, if you were to yeah. imagine it happening, it's like, you're so spun. Like, what what the hell? Like, what is even happening here? How do I react? What am I thinking? What's going on? Is this really happening? Yeah. There's so many thoughts that must be running through your mind that you're like, whoa, what's happening? Um, She's kind of like, no, you know, she's not really on it. And then she says he goes on to, quote, unquote, put his penis in her vagina without her consent. 
And another thing that is that makes this even more crazy is that she says that her friend is filming it and like encouraging her as if it's like role play or as if it's like a fun sort of scene or something and like oh you know go ahead and she's she's scared because she's like okay there are other people in this house i don't know who they are like the person i've come with doesn't seem to be to realize that like i I don't want this to happen like she's trying to be playful like oh haha you know like let's stop blah 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 and i mean it's rape basically and she she doesn't think that it is at first but now to camera she's like you know, when it happened to me, I didn't really think it was that. But if my t- future child or someone I knew told me the story, I would say, rah, like, it was rape. Yeah. But, but because it's her, she doesn't think women, that it is. This is what a lot of women feel like when they've had, like, some sort of sexual assault or rape or trauma kind of thing. You don't process it at first as what it is. It takes you a while to realise, bro, that's really, really weird yeah. behaviour. Like, even when that list came out as well, there's certain things that, like... yeah. I hadn't at the time when it happened even thought too much about Deep it. But shit. as I was hearing other women flag these things, I was like, overall, like, no, this is actually like really yeah. bad behavior. This shouldn't have so. happened. Yeah, that that list was a really crazy time because you just started to deep like, rah, like, that shouldn't have happened. That's not normal. That wasn't okay. And it's like, I even if... Go, yeah, I would hmm? go as far as saying like almost every guy, you know, probably has done something inappropriate to women. I would probably phrase it like every woman that you know every woman that you know has had something done or has experienced some level of sexual, definitely harassment at the very least. I still stand by what I say because I feel like society, like, and I'm not saying that this makes all the men that have ever done, and when I say inappropriate, inappropriate behavior ranges from like, there's a there's a yeah there's a spectrum it's not always valid right yeah exactly yeah and 100%. because a lot of these things were encouraged in society for a long time for a long time they were okay the, the climate exactly the climate has only just i'd say recently changed mm-hmm. i think most guys you speak to will say to you yeah, like, they've cat called a girl or like yeah they've, they've tried to move to girl and she wasn't really on it they've kind of been a bit or they've maybe. like coerced into sex or something exactly. yeah yeah exactly. yeah two yeah, things can every- be true i think both are true yeah yeah, I think both are true, but it doesn't mean all guys are there for like predators. It just means that they've some of them have an unlearned behavior, and unfortunately, some haven't. Some um, haven't, yeah. yeah. And also, some have escalated, funny. and some have not. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. Um, Ginger makes the point that you know sex workers are told by society that they deserve less, and she's like, as a sex worker, you start to believe it, you know, and that kind of ties in with Tanner's story, where it's like, oh, it wasn't really rape. Like maybe I you know like you start blaming yourself yeah. or thinking okay let me not let me not exaggerate what happened yeah um, even though like you were violated and that's not okay so next we meet this guy and guys just oh. sit down just <laughs> Wait, what was the point just take a seat because this guy i think probably the most trash person we've ever covered on a documentary ever yeah i think 100 percent. probably the yeah. worst because sometimes yeah. we've spoken about trash people but like I've never seen someone so trash like in an actual documentary. On my screen. Do you know what? I think it was good that they put him in because it shows you how uh, Ron, now you've got me calling him my daddy, um, how Ron (laughs) went unchecked for years. And it also just shows you like the mentality a lot of men have, especially in the sex work industry. I think it was actually really good because if we had only seen like victims um, and like, yeah, it was good. It was really good. I agree. I I literally agree. I feel like this guy, yeah shows why Ron was able to get away with it so lo- for so long and why men are able to go unchecked. You know, when yeah. they're like, oh, you know, we say to guys like, okay, but your friends are weird. Like, do you not see that? This is this is literally just like case in point. So mm-hmm. this guy's name is Jim Powers. Uh, and I've put who is trash. And right off the bat, the first thing he does is victim blame. What people don't realize is Ronnie is actually the most mellow guy in the world. All you gotta do is say, stop it, Ronnie. I've seen it. He will stop instantly. I don't think people were enough people were saying stop it Ronnie. There are so many things wrong with this statement. People weren't telling him to stop enough. One like why should I need you? Why should I need to tell you to stop touching me? You should have my consent before you touch me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I shouldn't have to tell you to stop. You should have to ask me if you can stop, yeah. Number 2 it's like You've seen it, yeah, when people have told him to stop and he stops. So then what you're also saying then or omitting is that you've also seen it when people haven't told him to stop and you've just done nothing about it. You've just felt okay with that. Number three is like you're victim blaming now because it's not their fault for not telling him to stop. It's not. It's not. It's not their fault. Yeah. He's trash. He's ridiculous. And it's like the fact that he even said this. Yeah. Like you said this out loud to camera. You really stand by this. This is really how you feel. Yeah. 
But this is what I'm saying to you. Like, this guy is not like an isolated, like... Yeah, he's not He's not uh, an anomaly. Yeah, like, if anything, I would say that, like, for the most part, this is how a lot of men think. Like, mm-hmm. a, there's still, a, like, in fact, I'd say there's still a lot of men out there that think that this way, which is why I'm just like, women do not choose to be heterosexual. Like, women who are 100%. heterosexual cannot choose. Yeah. Because a lot Sexuality of is not do, a choice literally they do think like this even men who have daughters and this and that all the stuff they say that should make them like whatever they do think <laughs> that should like make them this. respect women <laughs> fam they think exactly like this and it's just like it's wild because unless like even if you're my partner right like there's still a level of consent okay that's of course. needed like there's consent in every area but like there's a level of consent you can't just be like to me okay like i wouldn't i'm gonna do this this and that to you kind of thing but like more so like i don't actually fucking know you why would you touch mm. me and it's entitlement of course because why like, did you feel so comfortable doing that you don't know me literally, i this year i remember i went to a party and i got groped yeah and like so, when stuff like this happens, when you think about like sexual assault and all this stuff yeah groping is like for me i've always processed it as one of the lower ends of mm-hmm. like the spectrum like I, I would not to say that I don't feel like bad for women when it happens to them or that I don't think it's wrong. It's just I'd always think like, okay, like there are other things. But until something like that happens to you, you don't process it because it's not even about the act itself. Yeah, it's the violation. It's, it's the violation. It's like, okay, so I don't actually have agency over my own body. Exactly. Like I cannot just be walking about, doing my thing, living my own life without you feeling like you have a right. And that's why they do it because you're not going to gain any sexual gratification from like groping me, right? Like it's not going to make you come. But you do it because you want to let me know that if you, you can. want me you can kind of it's thing. so and this is this is this example I'm about to give obviously is not the same level as sexual assault but it just kind of highlights the whole feeling violated so the other day earlier this week I was at work and like right now I have locks yeah in my hair right cool so I was with this patient yeah this like old woman and um she kept talking about oh my hair da, 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 blah blah and I was like okay hey, cool thanks I'm trying to get on with the consultation though so let's like you know answer my questions mm. kind of thing yeah and then like at one point she like gets up from her chair and comes over to my chair and like grabs one of my locks and was like oh and I tell you yeah I literally I was just like, yeah, can you not? I literally like, I literally like, because it just switch, felt so though? like, huh? Did you switch? Like, were you? See, work, right? So I, I literally, I, I, and that's another thing as well. It's like, I can't even react the way that I want to react. Similar situation to being gripped that now let me not switch out because what if this guy gets violent, yeah? I was at work and I was like, okay, cool. I'm at work, like code switching. I literally got up and I, I moved back and I was like, we're not gonna I was like we're not gonna do that like I was like we're not we're not gonna do that and she was like oh and then she like shuffled along and went and sat back down and it's like how can you just stand up mid-sentence and basically lunge at me is what you've done yeah Yeah. that would be very strange if I did that to you do you know what I mean it'd be very strange and I felt so like I'm not even trying to be dramatic but it just felt so I felt so weird after I was like so I'm literally at work doing my job yeah and you just come Sorry, guys, you're going to hear drilling noises because my neighbours are doing works. But yeah, and it just felt so like raw. So like you can just come up to me and just touch me anyhow. Like I can't, I cannot, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So it's not as um, maybe violent a situation as like groping or sexual assault, but it's just the same thread running through that. Okay, I feel violent you because ownership. you did. Yeah, I don't have ownership of my of myself, of my body. Very, very ridiculous like behaviour. Yeah, yeah, it's and crazy. That, but groping, groping, I think is just literally as you said you know that it's bad and you know that it's um it's violating but there's always the the thought and i'm guilty too of like oh rape is like the worst of the worst like a violent yeah. rape is the worst of the worst when they do those like pyramid things right it's like escalating behavior rape is right at the top blah 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 but there are so many other things that lead to those kind of things i told you about that time when i went to a party and this boy just like picked me up in the air yeah things like that it's like bro like don't touch me like <laughs> do you know what i mean even in a relationship like remember that episode of my wife and kids where um uh, jay was trying to be celibate and stuff and then michael implied that like basically he had sex with her like while she was sleeping do you remember so that episode? everyone says this everyone says this and i watched the episode and i don't know if it's the same episode but is it the one where they get high at the end and then they break it uh, I think they maybe, accidentally get high. Maybe. I don't remember Michael saying this, but people keep saying. I don't know if he had... had sex with her, but he basically was like, he'd like, you know, he's doing bits while she was sleeping. Just, he was what? 
he was like doing bits. He was like touching her or whatever while he was sleeping. He was made some kind of sexual advance to, to her okay, while she was sleeping. I don't, I don't yeah. remember this, but I know a few people have said it. I remember that because I remember watching it in my adulthood and thinking, "Raw, mad." And then I like later on, I remember people tweeting about it. And it's like I'm not saying that like, oh, the show is terrible, blah blah blah. It's one of my favorite shows ever, yeah. But I'm just saying that like, even within a marriage, yeah, bless you, there needs to be a certain level of consent, consent, whether you're yeah. in, yeah, or whatever it is. So how much more I'm going to a convention and I'm chilling and this random guy comes up to me and is now doing touchy touchy feely feely yeah this is literally I I told you I was watching this show and I really wish I could find the link to it because I like it would be good to post this but basically it was a show like she was a sex therapist and couples Mm. were coming in so this couple came in and they were like hyper religious like Christian couple right Oh, and the guy had had sex once in his whole life Mm-hmm. And he said that he like strayed from whatever, but the girl was like a virgin. Strayed from the and light. They were just, yeah, and they were just talking about like um, sex and like they just wanted to to have some like preparation for, for after marriage and da da da. And then she, the girl was like, yeah, like she's quite afraid of having sex because her whole life she's been told told it's a bad thing. Yeah, um, she doesn't. And now all of a sudden, I meant to love it. She doesn't have any connection with her sexuality or who she is as like a sexual being and um she doesn't know how she's gonna she feels like she's gonna tense up so the woman was just telling them that listen like you don't have to have sex immediately like you can start slow like it could be just laying on the couch like yeah building the intimacy holding hands um like a massage let things progress right and then the guy and then the guy was um and then she was like yeah like it might take a while like she might not want to be like have to like on the ready. night of the wedding and even yeah and even after you guys start having sex it might not be all the time because she might not like be want to do it in the mood or want to and he was like oh but i don't understand like she's my wife like why would she and not so? want to give me sex and i was like yeah that it therein lies the crux <laughs> and, boy, the and that's on that culture and that's on that like she's my wife she, by virtue i have ownership of her body it's the entitlement she thing again to, yeah i'm to entitled to you sexually whenever however i please yeah crazy wild behavior um so jim we're back to jim remember him trash guy yeah him he is a porn director and in the 1990s he was ron jeremy's cameraman um jim takes us to this porn set in porn valley which is a place apparently um, he's showing us a house and he's, you know, taking us to all the rooms that he shot scenes in. And then we meet this lady called Jennifer White, who knows Ron. She says that he's a perv and he's touchy-feely, touchy-feely, but if you say no, he'd stop. She also says, you know, it's just Ron, that's how he is. She ends with saying he should be held accountable for his actions, but so what it's kind of saying? like you're saying... Exactly, it's kind of like you're saying, like, oh, you know, that's just how he is. Like, if you tell him to stop, he'll stop. The point that we're making is that that should not be how he is. It shouldn't yeah. be a case where we have to tell you how to to stop and everything. You should not be that way in the mm. first place, right? So, like, as a woman, it's like, okay, so what is it that you said then? You said that what well, he that's just how he is, and he should be held accountable. So, what is the truth? Like, there's more actors on the set, and um, one of them, I just put this in here because it was just wild to me. Um, she was talking about being on OnlyFans. I think the porn industry has changed a lot because of OnlyFans. I personally think for the better because women are more in control of their time, their money, their bodies, whatever. Yeah. Um, and she says you can make a lot on OnlyFans, about thirty to forty thousand um dollars a month, and that's dollars. That's like maybe twenty four to thirty two thousand pounds a year. I mean, a month, which is wild. Um, I think maybe I should consider a career change. So Ginger used to do porn. If I'm seriously thinking about selling feet pictures, listen. But the thing is, with the feet picture, but how do you then find somebody that wants to feel? How, where do you find those people? Because to take feet pictures, what? How much is a pedicure? Thirty, forty pounds. Cool investment, and then that's it. Wait, so like, if you have an OnlyFans and it's only feet pics, people will subscribe. Yeah, people who are on feet pics will yeah. subscribe to you to to see your feet pics. So you yeah. have to find that fan base. But I guess I don't know how I've actually never ever been on OnlyFans before. Like, yeah, I don't think it's it just first... sex work. I think it's kind of like a Patreon thing, but then yeah, it's been like when, more useful yeah. for sex That's work. What, when yeah. it first came out, it was like people putting like their exclusive content. It is Patreon, and then mm-hmm. it turned into like porn, which is great. It's good. It's a good way to like. Yeah, to... I think it's yeah. I think it's definitely probably reduces the situation. But like, yeah, that... I don't know how it. I don't even know what the interface looks like. So I don't know what you if you search yeah, something. Yeah, same. And... Boy, but maybe yeah, I need to yeah. find out. 
but you, I mean, I know a lot of people put their stuff in like Twitter and like their bios and things like that. It's just crazy. Like Twitter itself, like if you go on certain people's Twitter, like I'm just like, why would I pay for your OnlyFans? I see everything here. But it's like, probably more just... exclusive content. Like if that's the content they're giving you on Twitter, just imagine. It's like, why would people subscribe to Pornhub? Just imagine the exclusive content that you're... It's like with any Patreon. Okay, cool. We have a podcast now. Say we start a Patreon. But why would they subscribe to Patreon? We're getting... Okay, because it's exclusive content. You don't know, you don't know the the, the the things that they that they be they doing. It's true. It's true. So um, Ginger used to do porn on sets, um, but now she does a lot of webcamming. Um, and she says that no one can violate your consent when it's just you and the camera, which is very true. Um, and it's nice to have that option, I guess, for them. Yeah. She briefly tells us about one time on set, she was doing a threesome scene and she was like, it got progressively rougher and rougher. And then her and the other girl, so it was her, another girl and um, a guy. And she was like, they were both choked out until they blacked out. And they, that first of all, that's crazy. Um, if that was what you guys agreed on doing, that's still crazy because uh we're dealing with your health like what if you blacked out and then you just yeah. never came to you but anyway and you, do, uh, and you die sorry right but anyway it was it was made worse by the fact that they 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 didn't discuss it beforehand they didn't know that that was going to happen uh, and of course they're doing the scene so they're thinking okay cool like this is getting rougher but they haven't yelled cut like let's just keep going kind of thing um next we meet ej the power in the industry is really shifting from studios and producers and directors to the performers themselves. Um, EJ Dixon is a writer and she published an article about Ron Jeremy. I actually went to go and read it. It was pretty good. Um, oh, no one cared. Yeah, you, if you just type in EJ Dixon, Ron Jeremy it will come up. Um, no one cared because they thought that, you know, because he's a porn star, of course he assaults women. Which I think is a negative thing to say because not all porn stars uh, assault women. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, just because you're like a porn star does not a rapist make. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. just because you are a porn star doesn't mean that you rape women. That's a very dangerous, um, uh, very dangerous how, rhetoric. I wonder how porn stars feel about sex. Like, is it the same way? Like chefs enjoy food, so like they cook food and all of that, and like they still enjoy. It. Like, if I was having sex as a profession. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't want to have it in my personal life. Like but I've I watched a few documentaries and they say it's different. They say it's different. Like the feeling mm-hmm. is different. But like the actual emotion of something penetrating you if you're in if you're like hetero or whatever, like mm-hmm. like if, if I'm speaking about myself, the emotion of something penetrating you, like it's still the you same. You still get penetrated if you're gay. Yeah, I'm saying about myself. I'm not Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I think it's more the mental uh, part of things right Maybe. like you just like fucking for uh, a scene is i think it's very um technical like i don't think it's like that fun of a time and it's low-key acting i feel like mm. for the most part anyway but i feel like when you're with your partner or someone that you you love or you actually want to be having sex with sex with it must be different in the mind i think it's mentally because the act is yeah. the same like how many ways can you have sex Do you know what i mean yeah so yeah i mean yeah, yeah i mean it'd be good to know from an actual uh, sex worker. So if anyone who's a sex worker or does porn is listening, then please let us know, because it'd be good to know. Yeah, let us know. We'll keep you anonymous if you want, but I'd really love to know. Um, yeah, so EJ speaks to about 24 women who had allegations against him. So one is Alexis Miller, who feels really empowered to come forward when Ginger does. And this is a good thing about like coming forward about these things, because then it helps other people who may have experienced the same thing with the same person or just something like that in general to feel like they're not alone. It's not their fault. They kind of feel empowered as Alexis did. She used to consider Ron a good friend, right? So she'd been in porn for two months when her agent asks her to do a film with Ron Jeremy. And she says, yeah, um, she's 20. He's 50 fine also you know when you do porn like i assume you're not able to choose the 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 people that you're shooting with this is what i'm saying it must be work because i don't think let me speak for myself i am not physically attracted to ron jeremy there are probably people out there who maybe are but i'll speak for myself i am not Uh, and i also don't really understand Mm, i don't understand why anybody would be but again speaking for myself i'm not so I feel like if I were um, a porn star and I, or an adult actress, and I had to do a scene with him, it must really just be professionalism that gets you to that place where you are able to shoot with him. Because if not for that environment or that role, that job, that, you know, 
I don't see that I would be able to have sex with that man. Yeah. And I Alexis... they see each other, like, out and they're like, oh, yeah, I fucked her. Or do they just feel like... I don't know. I wonder what... The, I don't think so. Rest... That's what I'm saying. It's work. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. It's not like you see your ex at DLT and you're like, oh, yeah, we fucked. No, it's not that. Yeah. It's not that. It can't be. It can't be. That's what I'm saying. I think it's, it literally is two separate minds. Like, I think they're able to compartmentalise, which makes sense. Of course, of course you can. But do you remember that um, episode we did of escorts um, ages mm-hmm. ago? It's one of our, our first episodes mm-hmm. um, of those two girls in central London. And yeah. one of them, like, I think they both had boyfriends at one point, And they were able to just say, like, yeah, like, it's different with my boyfriend. Yeah. So. Those girls were living the life La Vida. They were living La Vida loca. I think of them often. Oh, do you not know about living the life La Vida? What? Do you not know about living the life La Vida? No, what's that? Okay, so... <laughs> Oh god! One day when we were on holiday, my mom like I can't remember what was. We were talking about like how it's just such a little holiday, yeah. And then she sang, you know, that living the vida loca, mm. but she said living the life la vida, living the life la vida. So now we just say that, like, okay, me too now. Yeah, not living the life la vida. Like now, I even forgot that when till you said it, I was like, oh yeah, it is living the vida loca, but. Yeah. Not living the life la vida. No, nah, no. guys. My Your mom is, is actually... A class clown, I'm telling you. You people are the same. Anything you say to her, you say about her, you're saying about yourself, so... Um, same, right. same, same vibes. Same vibes, literally. Um, so, yeah, Alexis and Ron, they shoot their scene, there's no issues, and they become friends. So, one time, she's out with friends and she bumps into Ron, and at this point, she hasn't seen him for, like, three years. Um, and she says that he takes her to the kitchen of the bar. So they're, they're at this bar. I think it's called... Um, Rainbow Lounge? Yeah, Rainbow Lounge. Something like that, yeah. It's, I was even going to say Paradise. It's dingy. Rainbow Lounge. Yeah, Rainbow Lounge. <laughs> yeah, it does look very light. It needs a bit of an, an update. Um, so they're there. He takes her through the kitchen of the bar. And like at the end of the kitchen, you know, like a, a bar kitchen, um, like a restaurant kitchen It's big. There's like a small yeah. bathroom there. Ron took my hand and he put it around his genitals. He then proceeded to pull his pants down and push my head down at the same time and told me to give it a kiss. So she freezes and feels like, you know, her not being on it, her kind of hesitating and being a bit like unsure should have indicated that she wasn't interested. So this is the thing with consent as well. Like, you know, the whole like no means no. I understand that. But then also it's like, yes means yes. So if I've not said yes, if it's not explicit, if you have any doubt, and if I ever have children, if I happen to have sons, daughters, whatever, yeah. Like, I really want them to understand that like, if there is any indication or hesitation or anything like that, then nah, it's not worth the nut. It's not, it's not. Because you don't want someone to, you don't want someone to, not I'm saying you don't want someone to accuse you, you don't want someone to regret the experience that they had with you yeah. anyway. Like, let somebody be sure, you yourself, like, if you have any doubt or something, it's so much easier for someone to say, oh, do you know, we don't have to do this. You then feel safe to be like, oh, whew, okay, great, because I really don't want to do it in the first place. But if someone mm. is like, pressure, and this is not just with sex, it's with anything, if someone is pressuring you in the first place, you kind of feel obliged to go ahead, then you yeah. feel coerced to having to, to go ahead. And it seems like that's what happened with, um, Alexis, bless you, during this encounter. Alexis says, Ron Jeremy, this is quote unquote, by the way, Ron Jeremy used my vagina as a personal masturbation device, which is fucking crazy. Wild, a wild way to describe it. Um, but she he, lies- has, he still has juice in those loins. He's like, how old at this point? Oh my God. Does he like pop Viagra just on the whim that he's gonna like it's uh, uh, the predatory behavior it gives him the strength the strength of the predator um so you know she lies alexis lies to herself she kind of says it's not that deep you know who's gonna believe me there's no point telling anyone this is the same thing that tana said earlier in the documentary Mm. um ron jeremy admits to being a groper like he says you know this is just what he does and some women consented to it which is fine but again consent that's what matters here right Mm -hmm. so ej the reporter she discovers that ron had been called out many 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 times and police reports had been filed but nothing ever really happened but this article that ej writes helps to get the media involved which helps to get the police involved and so you know hey ho stuff starts to happen um we meet this guy called moss criven 
who is uh, Ron's assistant between the years 2002 to 2020. That is a very, 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 very long time to be yeah. an assistant to somebody. Very like, marriages long. don't even last that long. Yeah, yeah. That's 18 years. 18 years. 18 years. And on his 18th birthday, she found out it wasn't his. Oh, he found out. Anyway, whatever. So he's very proud to be Ron's best friend. It's like they introduce him as his assistant. He, in his mind, is his best friend. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Um, he tells Ron, it's you know... It's important that we reconsider the things we're proud of. It's not a thing of pride to be best friends with a... And to be fighting to be best friends with a predator, but each Do you know what? And this is what I was going to say, actually, when we were talking about Jim. I feel like sometimes men have this thing where they love successful men. They have this like reverence and respect and like admiration and obsession with like successful men. And Ron, as disgusting as we're making him out to be, well, as disgusting as he is, I should say, he was very successful in the porn industry. He was that guy. So I feel like people just allow him because he's that guy and they want to be around him. They want to be in his circles and things like that. Uh, Moss Criven, the assistant, it just seems very, very happy to be there because he is like in close proximity with someone who is very successful or whatever, whatever. But this is the thing I've said, and I've said it before and I've tweeted it, a lot of men are in love with other men. So a lot of men are homosexual, homosexual, but they're just sexually attracted to women, right? Yeah, So they marry or they... they, they procreate and build a with life with women because yeah. that's what they're attracted to they want kids by that's God. what they want to have sex with like yeah. the emotional love they're homosexual yeah like, they 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 crave it like even look at someone like kevin samuels yeah like he gave all the indicators of being a high value man um <laughs> like you know wealthy and all of this and men mm-hmm. what just wanted to be in his like presence they yeah. wanted to align themselves with exactly him. they wanted yeah, to because be they like, see him as a successful man see him literally they wanted to be seen by him kind of thing and then at the end like you find out that he was subletting like an apartment died alone with not like a pot pissing or one person as next no oh, a window kid. to throw it out of um, <laughs> It's actually yeah. wild. I met a lot, of men, and this is the thing because it's you true. see on the timeline every time some of these things happen. Like I'm trying to be like you, big man, big bro. Like fam, <laughs> like get a life. Like and the thing is, no one is life. saying that you cannot admire men. You cannot have a mentor. You cannot whatever. That's fine. Like no one's saying that you can't have that. But it's just a bit more. It's a bit more than that sometimes with these guys. It's like even the way that people would be defending celebrities, Jay Z this and da 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 and whatever. It's just it's very strange. Like it's just very it's, it's obsessive. It's giving yeah. obsession. Yeah, men want nothing more than like a man that's doing well to like be like I see you to be around. That's what they strive for. Like that's what yeah. they want written on their tombstone. Yeah, like, he saw me. That's why people Agree. fucking picking dinner with Jay Z, and then this Listen is, this man me. will come and tell you he's an alpha male. He wants to lead the family. He's leading you to poverty. They're telling you fifty k. You're picking dinner <laughs> with Jay Z. Where are we going? So someone said it like Big Broism is killing our people, and it, it is. is like Big Bro. Like it is. We didn't talk about what the assistant said. Consider a bullshit. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, girl. No, so basically this assistant is just chatting shit. He's basically like, yeah, like he saw a lot of women around Ron and he knows that he took them to the bathroom. And he, t- he said, I told Ron, you know, stop touching them. Like if you stop touching them, nobody will say anything. Oh, at least like don't touch them in places where people are going to see. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And you know what as well, yeah? He knows that Ron is guilty as charged, yeah? yeah. Because there's one time where he says, like, he keeps he keeps having to remind himself to say what he's accused of. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a point where he kind of says, like, he, it's like he's going to say, oh, basically, he did this. And then he has to remind himself yeah. to say what he's accused of. There's a private bathroom for staff right in the kitchen. It's tiny. It's smaller than a broom closet. It is so small. You can barely fit one person in there. But he would, he's accused of taking women in there and sexually assaulting them. He's crazy. Like, I mean, a lot of these encounters happened at that that bar, that rainbow room or whatever it's called, yeah. But then a lot of them also happened in his house. Okay, so he isn't homeless. Yeah, no, he's not homeless. Uh, Please, that home was used for evil. So next we meet this lady. Her name is Kat Black and she introduces herself as... My name is Kat Black and I make a ton of videos about literally all the things that I embody as a black trans polyamorous woman who is sex positive and kinky. 
that's one intro <laughs> so she goes to hug ron um and he grabs her hand and puts it on his penis and then tries to insert a finger into her and then grabs her nipple it's very strange to me because again how is all it's just so much so much is going on so much is going on in public so much is going on where consent has not been given like it's just it's just crazy and there are so many stories this documentary is about half an hour long yeah? yeah and in that time we have had countless 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 accounts whether by tweets or they're here or we've like it's ridiculous but like it's wild to me because you're just out having dinner right with your friends or your boyfriend or whatever and then like someone is sticking someone's hands down their trousers it's is crazy. this maybe this rain you know there's some like i don't want to say seedy, dodgy but places some se- dodgy places you know that okay like this it's an unspoken rule that like this is where certain yeah. people hang this is out, where right? you go for this this is where you go for that exactly so maybe like that place like a lot of like um yeah maybe at that time it was you know yeah yeah, you know yeah. how you know, like back in the eighties, like club whatever in New York, like mm-hmm. cokeheads or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So Jim is back. He says he's seen women hit on Ron and pull him to the back to have sex with him. So this is almost like in direct contradiction, or what he's trying to do is contradict Alexis's story. Yeah, Alexis has said, you know, he pulled me to the back and he raped me, and he's saying, yeah, well, loads of women pull him to the back and have sex with him. But um, do you follow and he thinks them that. In there? He, uh, Jim thinks that you know these women making allegations they felt bad about what they did and they wanted a payout the thing is is that like this is all very stupid Jim yeah because he can be both a rapist and have like consensual sexual encounters with women who consent like yeah. what are you even saying like two things can be true like he can have raped somebody and also then a woman could have pulled him to the back and wanted to have sex with him that is even yeah. more annoying because it's like again there are women who want to have sex with you rape is not about oh i just wanted to have sex rape is about violating and having the power over somebody so yeah cool maybe it's true that there were women who do you used to take him to the back and have sex with him cool that's fine but there are also women it seems that have been reported to not have done that to have yeah. been taken back there and been raped so what are you talking about what are you saying what, what are you, you even saying about? he's so dumb like he's just so dumb like it's just it's just annoying to watch because it's like i cannot believe that you're so dumb like you've been on the earth for so long and you're still so dumb how and these are the how men, are you like, this dumb i mean not this particular man, but there are men his age who are also underdeveloped, leading various countries. And they wonder why <laughs> the state of the economy is the way it is. Look at, just fucking look at. Do you know what? Early this morning, I was looking at this tweet, yeah, this um, thread on Twitter. And basically, this girl was saying how, like, one of her exes, he thought that all she, he thought that all women get their period on the 15th of the month. Like, every single woman on the 15th of the month get their period. But like, I just feel like... And then another woman said that her man thought that... um, She told her man (laughs) that you can't have sex um, more than once in a day if you're on birth control because the pill can only absorb so much cum. And he believed her. So the point that I'm making is that sometimes people are dumb, innit? (laughs) No, it's not people, by the way. It's not... Genuinely, women are smarter than men. No, I think 100% we are smarter. And also, we've been... I have this theory where I just feel like women are... Um, it's not even necessarily that we develop quicker than men. I think we're just socialized to be more mature than uh, men. No, I said this many times, like, and I've said this in sense of like, even like this whole debate about like, who should love each other more, right? And I keep mm-hmm. saying to women, you have to be the man that loves you more. Mm-hmm. Like the way we are socialized and raised, we are raised to be all sacrificing. We yeah. are raised to put- Just like giving of be- ourselves- fam woe betide you if you are a eldest daughter of an ethnic family because you know your needs come last in the pecking order did you see that um pairing thing of like oh the eldest daughter should be with the youngest son i understand why people say that because oh i don't i don't believe in it i'm in that pairing now right i don't think they said oldest daughter i think well i've no eldest eldest daughter and youngest son okay well i've seen all this they said it works both ways but the best way is for the eldest daughter to to youngest child situation i understand the pairing though because i understand why people say it works Mm -hmm. because yeah but i don't like the reason why it works because the reason why it works is 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 relying on the fact that you as an eldest daughter are nurturing and giving and are used to and then also relying on the fact that the youngest son is the youngest son and hasn't i think maybe if they're in your situation there's an age difference so yes he's the youngest son but he's not like a child child. Like if we're yeah. the same age and I'm the eldest and you're the youngest, like 
I don't know. I just, I'm with uh, someone who's the eldest and I think it works perfectly because the struggle is real. Like we're both, we're both so used to like having to give of ourselves and having to sacrifice. So it's kind of like we both just do it. So then it doesn't feel like only one person is doing it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's an inter- it's really interesting to me because of course it really depends on the person themselves. Like my sister is the youngest, is the, young, is the youngest and she isn't youngest sibling vibes. Do you see what I mean? So, But you're not oldest I'll- sibling vibes either. Because I think, again, the difference is the gap. One, I think when they say, well, no, I'm not saying when they say, but when they're two siblings, so they're two, mm. you, they're two of you, right? And you guys are not that far in age. Yeah. Like, but I think it's sim- more so, it's less in terms of like being a parent and what, well, in my situation anyway, more so in terms of the responsibility and what is expected of you in that Do you feel situation. like you have those expectations of being the oldest? 100%. There's more expected of me in loads of different ways anyway, in terms of our, yeah. So I just think that, um, yeah, I think, I know my of course it's different be, in terms of for yeah, you, because it's like a million years oldest, between you guys. Yeah, is like mothering. Like I'm expected to mother. I'm expected mm. to set like an obscene Example. Like, standard. And I to, to an extent, like the expectation is there's certain things like with my parents and stuff like that that they ask me to do that my siblings will probably never be asked to do because of You've the age it. difference. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I do I do think, the reason I think the pairing for me works as well is because mm-hmm. because I'm the oldest, I'm used to being in control. Like, mm-hmm. that's the aspect I look at it from, for me at least. So, like, I could not deal with someone who comes from a place where they're also in control and then we're fighting for control. I like the fact that because, like, my partner is the youngest, I think yeah. he's used to, like... Not, I don't say other people leading, but he's used to like, you know. He can compromise always... a bit easier because he's had yeah, the elder siblings. Yeah, he compromises saying, a lot easier because, yeah. yeah, like in his family. I think the control thing is is interesting as well because uh, of the age gap that you have with your uh, siblings. Yeah. So there is that element of control. For me, it's not so much control. Like my sister and I are very cool wherever, wherever but it's more so from the, my parents, the parents' aspect of things. Oh, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah, ultimately, like, I think it's more so about the person that you're with. Yes, I think there are probably more traits that are suited to people who are the eldest, who are the middle, who are the youngest, whatever. But like, ultimately, I think it really just depends on like you as a person and how that works. Like, I've dated guys who've been the youngest or the middle or whatever. Yeah. And it's been like different each time, do you know? The only thing I'd say is a massive red flag is an Ibo boy who is the youngest and the only. Sorry, yeah. an Ibo boy actually. What did you say? The youngest and the only. only or the, the only. Huh? Oh, only boy. The youngest only and only boy. boy. And Bro, if I he's would. The I eldest, would avoid with a. I would avoid massive. With life. If he's the eldest or he's the young, the youngest, and he's the only boy. If he's the only boy, it's ten times worse. Run. If he's the only boy, like that's a red flag. No, but because like, even if he's the middle, if he's the middle and he's the only boy. If he's the only boy, run no, for your is, life. Middle is a bit better, but if he's first or last, like that is a red flag that's burning because that last. If he's last, if he's last, then struggle to have. Him. And God forbid like, that the others are married and they're all doing things. Oh my God, that last. I know that f- the last Ibo boy, the mum struggled to have him. She said I, she prayed. I must have a when boy. She got pregnant in endlessly on her knees. Please let this be a boy, and that's her baby. If he's the first, <laughs> that's the only eye she uses to see this world. He's the yeah. one that's going to take her places. He's the one that's going to take care of her. He's the one. Uh, please, sister. Leave sister, him alone. Avoid, leave that man leave alone. Leave the fuck alone. Your best bet if you're marrying an Ibo guy is let him have at least two or three other brothers. Hella brothers. Yeah. Hella brothers. Let the mum have options. Let and him even let them be, let him be the middle of like five. Yeah. Yeah, ideally. Because she's not pinning her hopes on that one at all, at all, at, at all. all. He's, he's fading into background. Let it be how it is. But yeah, I do think women are, the way we are socialized and everything, even our emotional intelligence, like, again, like with emotional intelligence, one thing I've realized, like just since I've been like in a relationship and also speaking to, because I think a lot of times people are not open about like the things that go on in their relationships, right? Mm-hmm. But when you speak to people who are in relationships, you start to realize like, oh, like I'm not crazy. Like, this stuff is real right and i think yeah. generally women operate at a much higher emotional intelligence yeah for the most part 100 percent. yeah 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 and this is why i say like women i mean it for real date a man that loves you more because when you say this guys say like oh what what now nah, you should love each other equally but the way women are socialized it's like i'm to gonna love, love you i'm going fam. to sacrifice for you i'm going to i'm just I'm going, going to, to so let it be worth my while because i'm with someone who is willing to do the same for me okay but for a man to even match you at your base level of love he has to love you more if a man yeah. loves you and then and then you're equal 
<laughs> my, my mom saying this to me. <laughs> I try to tell people this when I say it, people say I'm crazy. But yeah, because I think that they're looking at it like, oh, basically they're seeing it as like, oh, women love your man less kind of thing, and it's not yeah, that no. because like, you're gonna, you're gonna. For the most love. part, most women, you're gonna, you're love already. You're doing the most. You're having to rein it in. You're having to stop yourself from doing what you really want to do because okay. you look crazy. So be with someone who matches your energy, and it just so happens that it's not that energy has to be. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it's crazy. But and um, we're getting to the end of the documentary now. Um, and you know, Ginger's kind of saying that she doesn't really think anything's going to happen to Ron from all of these mm. allegations in the documentary and stuff. But Ron actually gets indicted on 33 charges. There are 21 victims aged 15 to 51. I'll go through that again. Aged oh. 15 to 51. Uh, and allegations are dating back to the 90s. So that means some of them were underaged. Right. So paedophilia, perhaps. Ginger tells us that uh, the industry has shifted. You know, women have more power now. And this makes sense, you know, with the the advent of OnlyFans and webcamming and all that stuff, which, which has helped. And I really like that for sex workers. I feel like it's yeah, nice I that they have that autonomy them. over their, their body, their time. They can still make money and do the work they want to do without fear of, like, being violated. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the documentary ends now with some on-screen text. Ron Jeremy is in prison awaiting trial for 34 counts of rape and sexual assault he says he's innocent of all the charges and uh the women in this documentary actually don't form part of the criminal case against him so these are other women that yeah are, yeah that's crazy because for they probably didn't form the case against him because they maybe thought that they're not a, their accounts weren't strong enough to be prosecuted yeah or, or credible because credible, of what they do yeah. so that means that even as hein- heinous is that how you mm-hmm. pronounce it? Yeah, heinous, yeah. yeah. Okay, as heinous, I don't know why that sounds, it sounds like anus. It sounds weird, yeah. <laughs> well, it does sound like anus. <laughs> as heinous as their, what they've recounted is, there are probably people who have, like, even crazier stories. Yeah. Um. We, so this is more on-screen text. It's literally like a book, guys, so keep up for, like, audible. Um. We asked Ron Jeremy if he would like to reply to the allegations made in this film. He did not respond. We also asked the Rainbow Bar and Grill, aka the Rainbow Rooms, if they would like to reply to the allegations made in this film, but they did not respond. In relation to the scene in which Ginger Banks says she and another female performer were choked, oh, and bitten, oh, didn't know about that, the other female performer, the male performer, and the studio issued a joint statement, which reads, We recognise that our biggest failure was a lack of detailed conversation before the scene. We all apologise for any bad experiences during and in the wake of this scene and for our failure to recognise where the other side was coming from. Neither side denies the other's experience. So basically, we're sorry if you felt that way. Um, (laughs) Which is fine. At least they got a response from somebody. That's great. Um, So now it's time for... The real crime, I think was the beard our segment where we focus on something during the documentary that may not be criminal but we definitely consider to be a crime have you got one okay yeah so um i will be picking ron jeremy's mustache um he has a porn stash (laughs) which like yeah no yeah so it everything lines up his whole look matches what we're hearing so that's that's what i would say yeah, I put Ron. I also put Jim. Uh, I think everything about him, his mindset, his mindset and his thoughts and views and mindset, I think is very criminal and also very dangerous, which could lead to criminal acts. So, yeah, that was mine. Cool. So we are done, guys. Hmm? We're done. Yes, yeah, so that's that episode done. Um, What are we doing next? Next, I always ask the question, then I answer it. Next, I have the schedule. We're doing a credits, right? And we are discussing the Hart family murders. Now, this is a really big case, actually. Um, I didn't really know about it, though, until I watched the season premiere of Atlanta, where I think it's season three, whatever the most current season is, their first episode is called Three Slaps. And it's sort of loosely based on this, um, this story, which is a true story. Um, but it just ends in a much better way in Atlanta compared with in real life. So we're just going to have a chat How about does it that. End in Atlanta? Okay, tell me after. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you because I mean, I guess I kind of spoiled it now. But yeah, um, we're going to talk about that basically. So it's going to be a credit. So there's no trailer at the end of this episode. Um, but yeah, next week we'll be talking about that. Um, in the meantime, between time, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, 2 girls one doc 
on tiktok it's two girls one duck underscore we're actually going to start putting tiktoks up right now because like we keep saying it and we just haven't but we will um and you can also email us two girls one doc at gmail.com um you can send us uh, reviews requests um whatever you want really it's an, it's an email you know you send what you want um and yeah that is it really for today you're done yeah Alrighty then. Bye.